Good evening, everyone, and thank you for listening in. I want to talk a little bit about what I went through when I got this new job last year, 2022. I actually started as a temp, and uh, it was pretty hot last summer started in July never worked outside and I never worked around a lot of men usually I'm working daycares and I'm dealing with women with estrogen and you know mood swings and uh, of course I was able to ignore a lot of that and stay away from negative people which I have to because I don't like the spirit around you know the spirit around them being an empath is really hard and one day I'm going to talk about that too but I worked this job I was a temp from July to November and those were the best months of my life ever working outside doing the one thing I love to do, which is drive, you know, everyone was cool, and, you know, I even, uh, was named, you know, called Supervisor Latanya because I was, you know, trying to make sure, you know, people were parked on the lines, and we were doing our runs, you know, I kind of orchestrated a run, uh, and when I be, mean by run, um, we would park in front of the pumps and then we would take certain people, so many people, and they would run the cars up to the shops. And uh, everything was cool until I, you know, signed a contract and became interim. When the supervisor said that I belong to Interrail now, I did not know what that meant. I didn't know I was going to be subjected to bullying, being exposed to, and uh, things getting swept under the rug. For whatever reason, uh, I want to call him Little Princess. I don't understand why the Little Princess could do whatever he want, talk to people the way he want, and get away with it. So one day, the Little Princess picked me up on his shuttle. And he asked me, you know, did I want to see his penis and at the time like he caught me off guard I'm like whoa okay if I say no I've seen the way he treat people so I felt that I would be treated the same and I didn't say yes because it's not something I wanted to see so I just said I don't care and I would have made sure I wouldn't have got alone with him but when I said I didn't care, 
he made a quick U-turn and he took me in the grass over in the 1000 block where we were parking Tundras and he whipped the U, parked, got out the shuttle, went between two Tundras and right before he stepped out he asked was I looking and I looked and he exposed himself and he held the tip you know, held a tip down that way, you know, he wouldn't be straight up because he was aroused. And I just sat back like, whoa, you know, I can't believe this is happening. And uh, if he think he's going to stick that anaconda in here, it ain't going to happen. So once he zipped up, he got back in the shuttle and asked, what did I think? And I just said it was okay. You know, I'm thinking, uh, I hope you don't think he's going to, <laughs> for one, he's married. And two, I enjoy having my walls intact. So, uh, no way, no how. So it was back to work as usual. Uh, he took me on his pickup run. Took me back to the track with whoever he picked up. And we went about our day. A few days later, he started making comments about, you know, taking me out and, you know, wanted to sleep with me. And I kind of brushed it off. I didn't say yes or no. And I most definitely didn't say I didn't care because I didn't want him thinking that um, I would meet up with him. So I tried to avoid his shuttle, especially uh, being alone. And the little princess realized that I didn't want to be bothered and he started treating me like he treated the other people he wanted to quit. So he started being mean and following me around, standing back watching me. And he did this for about a good month started right before or right after Thanksgiving and it ended um, in December December 5th but I had another issue that came up um, me and another employee co-worker kind of fell out and when I fell out with him you know, everybody liked him, so if he was mad at you, everybody was mad at you. So, of course, I really didn't care if anyone talked to me because I I was there to work, not make friends. But there was still a few people who would speak. And, uh, you know, we just went about our day. You know, I took care of my cars and got them where they needed to go. And uh, just, I just worked, work, work, work. And when I got home, I just fell asleep because it was just, every day was stressful to me. So I just, uh, I slept it off and started taking uh, both my days off.
when they changed the schedule where we had um, to come in five days and we get the one day off uh, they did it for about two weeks and I thought they were going to extend it because another co-worker said it so I tried asking the boss uh, were they going to extend it he didn't respond so I asked the manager and he didn't respond I asked the question in the WhatsApp with about 100 people. No one answered. So it's like the only person that was left to ask was the little princess. So I took my chances and asked, were they going to extend it? And his reply was, why does it matter? I'm supposed to be saving up for a vehicle anyway. And I responded by saying, hey, I mean, we're coming in later. So if, you know, if I wanted to save up, I mean, I'm Ubering at this point. It's still going to be hard for me to save up. So I just wanted to know, you know, if I don't have to come in, I'm not. And he's, he said, you know, if I won't come in, come in. So I took it as that means, no, they didn't extend it. So I didn't go in. So when I got back to work, after my two days off, the little princess would stand back and watch, you know, as I'm peeling cars, as I'm going through the wash. And I, it got to the point where I stopped looking up until it was time to drive. And one day I was at the pumps, uh, getting ready to gas up. And I heard another co-worker say, man, what are you doing? And I looked up and the little princess is on a golf cart near the, the car wash looking my way. And he replied, observation. So he's sitting back and watching me as I'm uh, putting gas in my vehicle and doing my walk around and I don't understand why all of a sudden he has to observe me so hard when I was quote unquote the hardest working temp they've ever had I became a little frustrated because at one point it's like I had nobody to um, I had nobody to talk to the one person who I thought we were you know, going to be best friends turned his back on me but uh, apparently um, some things were said that uh got him upset and all I can do is just accept the fact that the friendship wasn't there anymore and it all started over a little girl that worked with us 
you know, came teasing me because I used to ride with him and I always rode in the front. And she started teasing me about riding in the back seat. So I'm thinking to myself, well, for one, he should have told me that, you know, he was going to be taking her home because I just would have ordered an Uber. And uh, I ended up ordering an Uber anyway. And I told him, you know, I, I got a way home. And I didn't tell him that she came and teased me like that. But, you know, it's like if you was going to take someone home, you at least let me know. And I would have found my own way. That way, you know, I, you won't be convenienced twice in one day. But after that, I just started Ubering to and from. And that next morning after I told him that I were I would Uber home, uh... He thought he was going to pick me up, and I told him, nope, I was already at work. I had already taken an Uber, and, you know, he seemed upset. You know, he was like, well, thanks for letting me know, and I said, well, thanks for letting me know that, you know, you were taking your little mistress home, and, uh, you know, we kind of just stopped talking after that, and, you know, was dealing with other bullshit with the other co-workers, you know, female co-workers, just attitude's already nasty. But I did the one thing I do best is stay in my lane, ignore the ignorance, and keep my distance from people with nasty spirits. So after a while, once uh, the little princess realized that, you know, him stalking me and standing back and, you know, riding past me, staring at me, wasn't intimidating enough to, you know, make me quit. He tried to use the one thing he knew that induces panic attacks, which is the rail van. He started having uh, another um, shuttle driver drive it. And he would drive it. So I would either walk back to the track from where I dropped the car off. Or I'll just wait on um, a regular shuttle. Uh, one day, the little princess decided he was going to try to make me get on the rail van. Knowing I couldn't ride it. And it was towards the end of the day. I, <clears throat> excuse me, I had a, a vehicle going to, I believe it was Blue Light. And I parked, I'm in the 400 block. And as I was parking, I saw him flying up uh, towards me in the grass. So when I parked, I sat in the vehicle I'm like, I just know he don't think I'm going to get on here. Or, or, you know, he's not coming to pick me up. And sure enough, he got behind my vehicle and blew the horn. So I got out my vehicle and I walked between the cars. Um, and, and started walking back towards the track. And he yelled for me to uh, get on the rail van. And I just kept walking. And I heard him on the radio say, uh, he's leaving me in blue light. Nobody come and pick her up. 
So I just kept walking towards the uh, the track, which took me about probably a good 20 minutes. And when I got there, a shuttle driver was sitting there and there's one car left on the track. He picked me up, took me to the car and just told me if his, uh, if his paint protection, just take it straight up. Now, mind you, everything else was going in the grass down near the pump, which uh, if I had gotten any other vehicle, which I did, I would have had to park in the grass. And that's an even longer walk to punch out and go home. So I peeled the car. Got the work order, went through the wash, got to the pumps, checked to see where I was going, and it was one stop, which we were parking in the grass. I believe it was the 800 block. Uh, It's still really difficult to talk about. So as I processed the vehicle, put gas in it, I looked around and no one else was at the pumps. And a shuttle driver is supposed to stay at the pumps to clear it. But the shuttle driver that dropped me off at the car apparently went and clocked out and went home. So I was down there by myself. I gave it gas and uh did my walk around and sat there for a second and thought okay if I park it in 800 block I have to walk all the way up which is going to take me about a half an hour or maybe a little longer to get to the building where I could clock out and go home so I uh, threw the work order away and I put it in blue light because blue light is not far from where we clock out and uh, as I was going to clock out, most of the people were gone. And I just clocked out, uh, went to my locker, uh, put my things in there, and walked out, walked to my Uber. And uh, everything was okay. Well, at least I tried to hold it together. But the moment she turned, turned out of a into the street, out of the uh, parking lot, I had a meltdown. The Uber driver was pretty upset herself because the way I was crying, she said she's heard of things going on and had people upset that when she picked them up, but never as upset as I was. And I don't I wasn't thinking correctly when I clocked out and I I felt the depression coming back and my anxiety was already through the roof. I knew I wouldn't have been able to function the next day at work. So I rerouted my trip home to the hospital.
and I talked to a couple of doctors and uh, they eventually had me uh, disrobe and put on hospital clothing and uh, they'll put me back in a room and they would come like maybe every half hour to 45 minutes and try to talk to me and I was so upset still that when I would talk, I would just break down and cry. And after about four hours, a nurse came and said, well, the doctor feels that I'm too upset to let go. So uh, I was Baker acted. I just told her, okay. And I just knew that I wouldn't have a job once I got out, so. I just stayed there and did what I had to do to get help. And they kept me three days, where they sent me to a crisis center where I stayed for three days. And they put me on medication, which would help with the depression and anxiety. And it's supposed to help the panic attacks, but um, I don't know. I recently tried to uh, sit on a rail van, but I felt my heart feeling like it was getting ready to explode. So I immediately backed away and and walked away, walked around to a different car so I wouldn't see it to calm down. And I eventually just walked back to the track. Well, back to my hospital stay which was peaceful and I was able to collect my thoughts and was thankful that I made the decision to go to the hospital to get help instead of trying to deal with whatever was coming next at work because I'm sure it would have been you know if I don't ride the rail van then you know, I can't work there. But when I got out, I uh, sent the boss a picture of my discharge paper and returned to work the next day. I didn't think uh, my badge was going to work when I got there, but it did. So I went to work. And he eventually left me alone after making a comment in one of the meetings that, you know, certain people feel like they've been picked on, which I was. And they knew. But they he, he left me alone. And, I mean, I just continued to work. People were still distant from me, except the few who always spoke and still speak to this day. And eventually, new workers came, other workers who, you know, were crappy towards me eventually left. You know, things calmed down and I was able to just work without so much stress, you know, worrying about whether or not I'm gonna lose my job. And then one day, the little princess you know, started talking to me or said good morning 
And of course, I said good morning back. And I mean, he seemed to be, you know, pretty nice to me that day. And after that, and you know, even laughed about uh, how he was ready to use the defibrillator when I passed out. Things were seeming to get back to normal. The only thing was, I still wasn't talking to my friend. Then one day, we had an interaction where he was uh, hyped early in the morning on the track. And I made a comment that he needed to stop making all that noise. And he asked me, did I still hate him? And I mean, I've never hated him. And we talked briefly. And uh, after that, you know, we were cool. I had my friend back. And this one chick there who hated the fact that we were back to being friends. But what she don't understand is the type of friendship we developed wasn't just a regular friendship. Uh, It was more on a personal level where we were trying to become best friends and we still still on that path I believe. You know, he's just a really cool guy. And, of course, I'm a pretty cool chick. So, we vibed like that. But everybody always wondered if we were sleeping together. And the answer is, of course not. For several reasons. One is... He's married to, we work together, and three, he's married. (laughs) I don't think sleeping with my best friend, you know, would, you know, I I just can't do it. You know, I had one best friend and, you know, she was my best friend for 23 years. And the most we've done was share a kiss. But other than that, no, nothing sexual. And I believe that's why the friendship lasted. Well, anyways, not that I had to prove anything to anyone, but... For about... A month and a half, everything seems to be back to the way it was. Well, almost the way it was. Until the little princess decided he wanted to pick me up and take me on one of his little runs. And on the way, he asked how my kids were doing. Which was rare because I don't think he's ever asked how they were doing. So I responded, they're fine. And then he asked me, when was I going to have any more? And I was like, 
I'm not having any more kids. And he said, well, I mean, if you have periods, you can always have one. And I said, well, I guess I'm never having another one. And then he uh, went on to say how he wanted to take me out and show me around and that he had a crush on me and, you know, keep this conversation between us. And I just thought to myself, oh boy, here we go again. Because I don't want to be bothered. So, um, I mean, I was talking to someone. So I said I had a boyfriend. <laughs> and he just said, well, if I ever change my mind, I got his number. And in my head, I was thinking, no, I don't. Because the moment he got smart with me about the 5 month schedule, I deleted his number. I was no longer going to contact him because he don't know how to talk to people. He talk at people. And he's he's a bully. So he eventually um, did his little round. Dropped me off at dropped us all off at the track. And within a, a few weeks he was starting at bullying again and and staring at me and you know, because I wouldn't call him so he could take me out or have sex. So one day, um, we were on a track getting ready to take a car. And they have what is called a um, traffic pattern. It's good to follow the traffic pattern. That way you don't get into an accident or, you know, get hit by the black cat, which is the engine. The train engine and uh, no one told us to change the traffic well they didn't change the traffic pattern when the uh, rail boys were getting ready to drop on the track we were going down and as I was going down the track I saw one of the rail guys in the car coming off the ramp so I immediately stopped because I knew he wasn't going to the right because they just finished that track and that's the track I had just left. So he came down and came my way and I felt my heart about to explode. I was getting ready to go into a full panic attack. And uh, he came down, he saw me, he slowed down and he parked. And the boss saw me sitting to the side and he way for me to go ahead and uh, he cleared the way for me to to go ahead and get out of their way so I finally pulled off and before I went into the the car wash I pulled over and sat there for a minute to uh, calm my heart down and I felt a little dizzy so I, I just figured I'd try to finish this car and then just go sit for a minute and uh, I processed the car, drove it, parked it, and uh, asked to be dropped off at the rail, the rail building. I was sitting there probably a good two or three minutes and the little princess came over and asked what was wrong with me. And um, I told him I felt a little dizzy, but I had already talked to uh, the manager and told him I felt a little dizzy and um, if I don't feel 
better after I take a nap at lunchtime than uh, I was going to go home. And he said, okay, that's, that's fine. But the little princess called him and told him that I'm feeling really dizzy. And I said in the background, no, I didn't. I didn't say that. And uh, when he hung up the phone, he said, John said to go home. So I uh, text John and said, I thought we talked about um, me going home if I didn't feel good after lunch. And I eventually called. And he said, yeah, he, that's what he said. He told, uh, told the little princess the same thing. I said, well, he just told me that you said to go home. He said, no, that's not what I said. So... Um, I said, well, again, if I'm not feeling well after lunch, then I'll go home. Um, But right before I called him, uh, the little princess uh, had a shuttle full of people and riding on the side of me saying, come on, Tiny, so I can take you to the gate. Come on, so I can take you to the gate. I mean, like a little kid. So I eventually turned around and yelled, leave me alone. So I text the boss after he finally pulled off and asked, uh, uh, can I talk to him after lunch? And he said, yeah. So that's how it came out with the, uh, him exposing himself and asking me out in January. It's because I felt him going down the same pattern of bullying me. The boss asked me why did not tell them sooner what was going on. And I replied because he's a supervisor. Unlike the other issue I had with the chick there who was jealous because my friend who wasn't my friend then but because I just started working there. I mean, he was talking to me. And, you know, she was crappy towards me ever since then. And she used to do things like, you know, one time she, we were doing a walk around on our cars and she turned around and walked behind me, like right behind me. Like, girl, I don't even want this man. So what is your problem? But, you know, they claim, you know, just like how they handle that issue they would handle this one. And of course they didn't. They tried to sweep it under the rug like the one lady from uh, Vascar told me they would. You know, he's done other things and even almost hit hit her with um, either a shuttle or a go-kart. I think it was a shuttle. And they've done nothing. He could talk to people, yell at people. They won't do nothing. You could complain till you blew in the face. They won't do anything. So once the boss told me that, you know, they couldn't find video to prove or disprove my claim, I was flabbergasted. Like, wow. So my word isn't enough? Okay. So I just continued to work and 
I realized he kept trying to get me on his shuttle by myself so I wouldn't get on. And he uh, eventually had a shuttle driver pick me up with just him on it. Only to tell me to not take cars from the 500 block when everybody else was still doing it. So it was him trying to assert some kind of control because he's lost it. So I eventually asked the the boss and the manager, you know, after they told me there's nothing they could do, you know, with my claim, I didn't want to get on the shuttle with them. And they tried to say, well, if I can't ride a shuttle, I can't work here. And try to get me to write down what I had said about uh, not wanting to get on his shuttle and sign something. So I, of course, didn't and made me an appointment to see my doctor the next day because uh, I felt the medicine was not working as well. And my doctor said even if she adjusts my medication because it was going on at work, it's still not going to work. So, you know, the medicine is still going to, you know, no matter how heavy but she didn't want me to be like a zombie around work so she said she's uh, she said only thing I can do is do what the police officer said do and that's what I did I went and got a no contact order for stalking because he was stalking me and harassing me because I wouldn't have sex with him The judge saw where I needed to be protected. So he ordered me not to be on any shuttle with Little Princess. And the Little Princess couldn't be less than five feet near me. And there was a few other stipulations out of work. But I was more concerned with work because out of work I don't think he's that stupid but you never know well apparently the restraining order uh, admit nothing to him he had been telling people that uh my restraining order doesn't have any merit because we own private property. And uh, that was the first I've heard of that. (laughs) You know, a a court order is a court order. I don't care where you are. So that goes to show how he has no control. So I did what I had to do and I went to file a show cause. Show cause, why, why, why are you violating this uh, court order you know go tell the judge that it has no merit because we're on private property so I'm waiting on a court date for that and it's like all I want to do is work this is like one of the easiest jobs you can have but management is horrible so I guess you can't have it both ways where, you know, management is good and 
and the job is easy and you know you know it'd be an easy work day easy work day if management had it together you know get that little pit bull they got that's running around with this little pink thingy hanging out put them back on the leash and get them some training you know the the workplace would be a lot better and we'd probably be able to keep people I've seen good people go because they don't want to deal with his smart ass mouth and nobody does anything about it everybody over there you know walking on well not everybody some people are walking on pins and needles you know he's bullying other people and you know they speak up but then they won't do anything about it so everybody's just you know dealing with it but guess who's not going to deal with it you guessed it me I am not I refuse to allow someone to mistreat me as if I'm subhuman and I also refuse to let Petty Betty get under my skin because she's talking to my friend hey have at it he's just a friend learn how to be one learn how not to be jealous of people because of their friendship with other people well to put all this in a nutshell I'm surviving because I know God got me when he's ready for me to go I will go not when they want me to go so I will continue to be the bright light that walks into the room the smiling hellos good mornings as I always have you know that saying um, you keep your friends close and your enemies closer well not I <laughs> I don't want them enemies near me I don't want none of their vibes around me and if there's anyone in my life who considers me an enemy and is keeping me closer please do me the favor and back off don't have to be mad at me you don't have to you know start an argument or a fight or whatever it just let me know hey you know it's time to part ways don't keep me close I'm the wrong person to keep close and I don't even see how I could be anybody's enemy so I'm gonna let them do their thing you know, let them brag on how they get their little child support, which to me is a broke bitch hustle. You know, anytime you could brag that you, you done took your baby daddy down to get some money, nah, I'm gonna do it on my own. If they help, they help. If not, God got them too. So, 
I'm going to enjoy my time and just keep on working. I'm not going to stress about whether or not they are trying to fire me because at first, you know, I mean, I love my job, but again, if it's time for me to go, it's time for me to go. But I'm no longer going to let anything or anybody get me to the point where my stress level rises for any reason about that job. And I'm sure a guy has something better for me once I leave there, when he's ready. And if anybody does it prematurely, that's on them. That's karma. Karma will come and eat you alive. I promise. My end game here is to tell my story and for other women to speak up and men because I know there are men that, that get harassed at work, sexually harassed. It's not always the women. But we should not stay silent for a job. Period. Let that door close. If it's going to close, it's going to close. A good one will open up afterwards. An even better one. So speak up. Never know. You might be able to make some changes. It takes for you to speak up. Speak up. Stop being a victim and become a survivor. Speak up. And if one person don't listen, go to another. Go up the ladder. Go over everybody's head. Do what you got to do. But don't keep quiet. Thank you for listening. Good night.